Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre, and our engineer, Frank Verderosa. And this is another episode of Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions with uh, the poster child for... Hey, guys. I have to interrupt. Can we, can we start that over? When I went to hit stop to play my soundbite... I actually stopped. All right, we'll call that a rehearsal. <laughs> You're now officially ready. Yeah. Yep. Our engineer, Frank Verderosa, fucked up again. Now, you might not know this, but this is the second time I'm going to be introducing <laughs> this show because Frank fucked up again. Oh, Frank. I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre, and this is another episode of Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions, and we have the poster child for <laughs> Munchausen Syndrome by proxy, Ray Bone. <laughs> How's your I'm, Munchausen syndrome by I'm, proxy? I'm, it's okay, but I'm, bring, I'm one of these days I'm bringing my proxy, uh-huh. and then you'll find out. You're not one of those anti-vaxxers, are you? <laughs> no. All right, then get your shots Yeah. for Munchausen by proxy. <laughs> right. Gil, how are now, you? I'm now, still laughing because Joel Gray just left. Hysterical. And uh, he put us on, and it was it was great and fun. I, okay. Yes? Just, I was working some club out of town, Uh-oh. and I was watching TV, and on comes a movie we mentioned. Oh, no. Old Dracula. <laughs> with David with Niven. David Niven and <laughs> Teresa Graves. The late now, Teresa Graves, yeah. Now, this is the plot of the movie was Dracula's uh, bride, I guess, somehow turns black. And he wants to turn <laughs> her again. white. Turn her back to white. Yeah. And so yeah, the movie's... I can't describe how well, it bad had a, it, it had a different title that, that I can't remember right now, and they 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 tried to cash in on the success of Young Frankenstein. Yes, by, yes. by crassly naming it Old Dracula. Exactly. Uh, just shameful. And and I this I, is what you do on the road, by the way. When you're this is how oh, you this is how you entertain yourself. That was one of the better <laughs> movies I saw. Couldn't find an Yvette Mimi you. Yeah. <laughs> So I I don't want to spoil it yeah. for any of you whose dream in life was to catch old Dracula, but the ending of the movie is she bites him okay. at one point, All right. and then his back is to the camera at the end, and he turns around and... David Niven is in blackface. Oh! <laughs> Just when you think it can't get worse. <laughs> David Niven in blackface. <laughs> Thank you, Arnie Kogan. Yes. They're still, they're still showing this. Yes. Well, that's strange that they wouldn't have just buried it somewhere. Yeah. In this day and age. Without the blackface pod, it was would have been worth burying. Well, <laughs> we had it on our list of bad Dracula movies, and I guess it was an, an appropriate addition. Paul, how the hell are you? Not too bad. How are you guys? I want to just quickly thank a couple of fans. I want to thank our fan, Michael Esslinger, who sent two books. He sent a book about... Escaping from Alcatraz, which I guess I gave you. Oh yes, the last time we were here, and he co-wrote Julie Dawn Cole, and she is Veruca Salt <laughs> from, yeah. from the Willy Wonka movie. 
Uh-huh. He co-wrote her memoir, and he sent Gilbert and I copies. Veruca Salk is a Jewish holiday. Yes. Yes. Veruca <laughs> Salk. I won't be working. It's Veruca Salk. <laughs> so I want to thank Michael. We will uh, read these books with great interest. I Want It Now is the name of the book. It's uh, Julie Dawn Cole's memoir from the set of Willy Wonka. And also, I just want to thank Steve Hanna for that fantastic comic book, the Thanksgiving comic book yes, you did yes. of, of you being slid into the uh, very funny in, into the oven by a turkey. <laughs> Real- <laughs> oh, I German. just realized what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> he really nailed the look of those old. Very, yeah. Those old. Uh, I'm, I'm amazed at what people say. He's got great talent. So now, thank you, Steve. Now- Keep him coming. I didn't bring my phone with me where I left two messages on it, so yeah. I'll have to... Well, it was two uh, typed-out messages, but somebody said that he remembers the theater I was talking about. Yeah, in Kings Highway? Yes. Yeah. yeah where you saw on, Death Wish. On, on Fort Hamilton, because yeah. he said... He said, it. I think it was a low 64. And was it? Uh, I don't know. You know what's funny? We put that up on Facebook. We asked people after the Malton episode, post your theater, post your neighborhood yeah. theater. And people, it's a, it's great. If you go to the Listener Society, I know Frankie's looked at it, but 100 people at least posted pictures, in many cases defunct, of their local movie yeah. house. And it's it's just great to see this, them from this all over the guy, world. This guy says he also saw Death Wish Same theater? at that theater. And that theater now is a furniture store. Oh, that's depressing. Uh, my, uh. my beloved Cross Bay Theater in Queens is a Models. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's where I saw five Planet of the Apes movies in one day. The, <laughs> the Cameo Theater in Crown Heights, I think it became like a church or something. It's sad. Well, I don't know how to do this, Frankie, but at some point maybe we'll get some listeners on the line and we'll just, we'll just, talk, you know, we'll just talk about old movie theaters. You know, we'll pick we'll pick five or six people. Oh, and and, and I saw I don't even remember the title of it, and we're gonna have them on next week. Uh the Jew and Arab play. Oh, you saw uh, the band's visit. Yes, the by band's our, visit. Written. I I had uh, when the minute I started watching it, I said I saw this movie. Y- yes, it was a movie. Yeah, yeah, and I remember seeing the movie. Yeah, but the guy, the guy at the ticket booth, yes, said. Oh, he goes, I know what theater you saw Death Wish in. <laughs> so he's, and, oh, it's the same guy who listens to the podcast. Yeah. I know that and, guy at Will Call. And he named, he named a different theater on Fort Hamilton. That guy, uh, I was interviewing David for something to do with CBS, and I went to, and he was nice enough, his publicist was nice enough to give me tickets to the band's visit, and I went to Will Call w- window with my wife. Yes. Same guy, and I give him my name, and the guy lights up, and he says, from the Gilbert podcast? Yeah. <laughs> oh. And I said, you listen to the show? And he said, we all listen to the show. He's and it was a so ma- Yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. so great. magical. So great. It was really great. We actually have an episode for you, Gilbert. Gilbert. Oh, okay. Uh, you did so well. I put Paul on this too, and he Paul had a good time. Uh, I think it ruined his Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, it was good for my Munchausen. Though my good for Munchausen. his good for his Munchausen. It's good. He needs to stay active. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, you were such a trooper uh, with the uh, the bad Dracula and the bad Frankenstein oh, yes. movies. That and uh, our friends John Fodiatis. We sh- we should have a whole new category. Uh, 
Bad Dracula movies in blackface. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's and, really drilling and down. show old Dracula. You have to see David Niven yeah. in blackface. Okay. It can't get worse. That's this week's recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> David Niven in old Dracula. Uh, the sub, it sucks. The alternate title was David Niven puts in a new pool house. Yeah. <laughs> um... But Eric Ryan specifically and John Fodiatis, uh, two of our buddies, are, uh, have become obsessed with your numerous references to chimps. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a Chimp Friday or Monkey Friday or something yeah. that they do on Twitter between your Sunset Boulevard chimp yeah. references. and, uh, and Does uh, this have to do with the movie The Ape Man? How do you, did you know that? I thought when you said chimp, I thought Bela Lugosi in The Ape Man. Well, you get ahead of me, sir. Because I thought, and I called Paul, and I said, what if we did ape movies? Bad ape bad movies. Ape movies. <laughs> yes. Not having anything to do with Planet of the Apes. Right. Or, or even Kong knockoffs. Yeah. But these are these it, are guerrilla films. When, when I was a kid, well, you could take a drink of scotch now, everybody listening. I just said when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, and I'd see a gorilla there. I'd always think... Oh, this, this saving money on monster makeup. Yeah. They dug into the closet, got out the gorilla suit. Right, like Murders in the Room work. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, which is the first one I want to mention from 1932. Well, he's Dr. M- Miracle. Dr. Miracle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Who appeals to the people, who appalls the people of Paris. <laughs> Not appeals to them. I'm reading this. I'm reading this. This this is a wonderful article. No, written. he appeals to them. Because in the movie, they go, oh, let you go see, very attractive. <laughs> he appalls the people of Paris by exhibiting a gorilla, which is alternately portrayed by an actual chimp and a guy in a gorilla, <laughs> guy in a gorilla suit. And I'm sure it matches so well. Yeah. Uh, injecting them with blood. There's a kidnapping made. There's a whole thing. I'm taking this, by the way, I want to give credit to Trav SD, who is a wonderful motion picture and showbiz historian, and he did an article in the Downtown Express where he basically, he's a man after your own heart. He basically talks about the ape and the ape man, and we're going to go through them. Yeah. Really uh, quickly. Before, can I say one interesting thing? Please I found. do. Yes. Um, you might think that people in their careers would occasionally don a gorilla suit. For a movie Bob or two. Bob Burns, our, our, our oh, guest. Oh, yes, yes. Famous. But it turns out that there are many people who have made entire careers out of wearing gorilla suits. And one that will come up, I think, later in the show uh, was... Um, was that one of them, Johannes? What, what was that? Stunt, that, that? Stuntman named Steve Calvert. Steve Calvert. Who, Wasn't there a stuntman Bonobo or something? Uh, I don't know, but it turned the, the main way that you got a part as a gorilla was to have a gorilla suit. Steve Calvert bought a gorilla suit in 1948, and for the rest of his career, he was a gorilla. In in a day at the circus with the Mox Brothers, Groucho Groucho said that they had a gorilla suit. This guy oh, rented yeah. them, yeah. and the the stuntman was passing out because he couldn't right. breathe in it. So the director punched holes in it, <laughs> oh and when God. the guy found out about it. He took the gorilla suit back and he left. So they got another gorilla suit and they said, like, it, it's like one gorilla is half the size of the other in the movie. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to say about Murders <laughs> in the Room Morgue? Okay. With, well, with see, your beloved Bela Lugosi. Yeah. Murders in the Room Morgue was, 
you know, it's not much to talk about because it was actually a fairly good movie. Yes, yes. But I almost ape- didn't mention that one because it's it outclasses the other yeah, movies on this list. The Ape Man, though. Yeah, we didn't get there yet. We're going to oh. go in chronological order. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So, I just remember he was Dr. Miracle. Ma- Ma- yes, Dr. Miracle. Anything uh, on Murders in the Room Org, Paul? No, but I do have, as long as we're going chronologically. It was, and I, it was an Edgar Allan Poe Yes, it was an Edgar Allan yeah. Poe Yeah, that's right. Uh, the, uh, according to some of this web research, somebody named Charles Jamora, does that ring a bell at all? No, not at all. Was the first to specialize in guerrilla portrayals, including in the 1927 silent film, The Gorilla. Which was which was not about Rose a gorilla. Is going crazy with the. Uh... <laughs> you might think the gorilla was about a gorilla, but actually it was about a man who dressed up in a gorilla suit. Very, <laughs> very. Contemporary. I gotta see that That's one. Disturbing. <laughs> yeah. We don't, uh, who knows if we even have time to get to these? But I we'll, think we'll, David Livingston. We'll get to as many as we can. <laughs> we will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, Gil, that was 1932, Murders in the Room Morgan. And it's actually not bad if you overlook the gorilla suit. Yeah. And the fact that they intercut, (laughs) they used both the gorilla suit and a chimp in the same scene. (laughs) Uh, What about the gorilla from 1939 with the Ritz brothers? Oh, my. And Bela Lugosi and Lionel Atwill. Wow. Do you know anything about this one? I that seems like one of those movies I probably saw one afternoon. Okay, years it ago, a, but I don't remember a any of it. Nineteen thirty-nine horror comedy starring the Ritz brothers, uh, Lionel Atwill, Bela, and Patsy Kelly. Jeez. It's based on a play. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, yes, clearly by Clifford Odets. Yeah. Uh, when a wealthy man uh, played by Atwill is threatened by a killer. A killer known as the gorilla, he hires the Ritz brothers to investigate, and a real escape gorilla <laughs> shows up at the mansion just as the, arist- the ah, investigators arrive. Okay. Uh, poor Patsy Kelly portrays a maid who wants to quit because the butler, played by Bela Lugosi, scares her. All right. <laughs> I don't see how that could be bad. <laughs> Surprised you don't know yeah. a Bela film you don't yeah. know. I was kind of interested in Lionel Atwill, who I wasn't familiar with. He was he was the one armed inspector Krog Krog. Yes, you in, don't know Lionel, so Lionel Atwill. Atwill. Well, that's why I hang around with you guys. Lionel so. Atwill, <laughs> parodied in Young Frankenstein yeah. by Kenneth Lionel Martin. Atwill uh, actually got in a bit of. Um, Errol oh, yeah. Flynn trouble. Correct. That's, yeah, that's there was right. some kind of weird sex parties that he had. There were uh, multiple house. people involved. That and, is correct. Uh, yeah. Yes, let's move on to one you <laughs> might know, Gilbert, called The Ape. Are you familiar with this one? And who is From it? From 1940. This was pro- directed and produced by William Nye and co-written by Kurt Siodmak, who was actually... Uh, oh, that he wrote The Wolfman. He sure did, and many, mm-hmm. many others. A House of Frankenstein and many, many others. Uh, this one starred Karloff. Um, Dr. Bernard Adrian is a kindly scientist who seeks to cure a young woman's polio. All he needs is spinal fluid from a human to complete the formula for his 
serum. But meanwhile, a vicious circus ape has broken out of its cage uh-huh. and is terrorizing the town people. The ape breaks into Dr. Adrian's lab, but the spinal fluids he requires to perform his experiments have been destroyed. So he will tear off the ape's flesh, use its skin to disguise himself as the escape circus animal, and murder townspeople in order to extract their spinal fluid. Sounds like an intelligent plan. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a well thought out it's a, plan. It's a social commentary. I and think. Ray, uh, Ray Crash Corrigan played the ape. Oh, he was one yes. of those guys that wore the ape suit. He was a career ape man. Made a buck um, wearing a uh, wearing an ape suit. Uh, the play had a prologue. Of course, it's also based on a play. Oh, jeez! This. this is bizarre. Uh, it had a prologue set in India where an Englishman killed a sacred ape and a Hindu priest put a curse on him. Okay. This is Karloff in 1940. Was this an RKO one? It is, an, uh, it is a uh, monogram. Monogram. Oh, monogram. Bottom of the barrel. Yeah. It has, it has yeah. a poignant ending. It's not quite blackface, yes, but poignant. this guy gets shot at the end, and as he lays dying, the woman that he's been trying to help stands up from her wheelchair, and his ape suit fades, and you can see the troubled doctor himself. There you go. I'm I'm getting choked up. I it can was see the, the tears. <laughs> it, was, it was the final feature in Karloff's six-picture contract with Monogram. Yeah, Monogram was like the Bottom of the barrel in horror films. Filming took all of a week. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But the LA Times called the film engrossing and I, said Karloff shows himself a skilled player of the slightly eerie. There you Oi, go. Oi, my gorilla. Oh. <laughs> 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 what? You, you've been asking for the ape man. Yes. From uh, 1943. Yes. And here it is. Directed by, take a wild guess. Oh, is it Bodine? William hey, One Shot Bodine. My favorite director. Yes. <laughs> and he is experimenting, yeah. as all these uh, mad scientists do, with uh, serum. Yeah, another serum. From, from uh, <laughs> monkeys. Serum du jour. And he, he of course, uh, for some dumb reason, either by accident, he hits himself with a shot of the serum and he becomes a half ape, half human. Correct. Now, when, now I think his mother, <laughs> it's so ridiculous because another subplot. Yeah. Is that his mother is a clairvoyant. <laughs> I don't have that and, here. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, he's like, un- unless that was in uh, uh, Devil Bat. But I remember. He has a sister who's a ghost hunter. Yes, yes. His sister. <laughs> and, and I think there's a camera crew at the house to film his sister who's a ghost <laughs> And if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> one of these, either the ape man or um, or devil bat, has um, what's his name? Oh fuck, <laughs> fuck. Okay, give me this, a hint. This no, this one I know. Ted Healy. Oh, Ted Healy. I don't, as, oh as my a god, Porter. <laughs> I don't have Ted Healy on this list. Hey, waste of time. Oh, you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Look up Ted Healy, Bela Lugosi. Yeah, see what you can come I up can with. I can do that. Because Ted Healy plays a, a smart-talking reporter. You think it's in this one? In the Ape I, Man? It could be. It Could it be Could it be in Return of the Ape Man from, oh, 19, from no. 1944? Oh, no. You want to know something? <laughs> Return of the Ape Man. 
doesn't have shit to do with the ape man. I know it says it right the here. Return of the Ape Man. No, con- no connection. They like the title, right? But this has to do with bringing a uh, caveman back from the dead. Yes. Allegedly, another monogram classic. Yes, and allegedly, it was supposed to have starred George, George Zuko. But yes. George Zuko is not in the movie. Although he has third billing. Yes, he has third <laughs> billing yeah. because Monogram was so fucking cheap that it would cost money to make a new frame <laughs> for it. So they left George Zuko's name well, on Well, what it. it says, if you trust Wikipedia, George Zuko is co-credited on screen and he's in the publicity. As, along with an actor named Frank Moran as having played the ape man, but his presence in any scene of the finished film is doubtful. Yeah. One still photo of Zuko in monster makeup in Lugosi's lab has been identified. The producers later explained he became ill during the filming. Ah. <laughs> or he was deemed too old to carry out the role or that he simply refused to play the part. Or if we go with your theory, they didn't yeah. want to pay him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but John Carradine's in it too. Yes. It's Professor Gilmore. Yes. <laughs> what were we looking I'm at? Professor Gilmore. <laughs> it's very good, John. Yeah. <laughs> you were looking so up lo- to see Healy if Ted Healy Lugosi. I get all the stuff about the Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah. But that what- is Ted Healy, Healy and the it was Ted Healy and the Three Stooges. And he was, and that's Healy- where the Stooges started out. Oh, yeah. all right. So yeah. that's see it. what you can find as I move on. And Go Ted on. Healy, I get the impression was kind of like the Mo. Uh, when they were together, like he would. Yeah, I believe it that's true. Yeah, and Ted Healy died in that bar in the bar fight. Yes, supposedly punched out by I think allegedly Cubby Broccoli. Yes, the producer of the Bond films and somebody else. Oh, did you yeah. know this? Yeah, I yeah. did know this. Yeah, and, we talked uh, to Billy West about it, and and I think it was on the day his son was born. Something like that. He just had a. He just gave birth to a boy. And he got drunk. He was a terrible drinker, and he got killed in a bar fight. I'm impressed by how much you know about Return of the Ape Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this says they bring a caveman back to a lab and thaw him out, but the caveman can't talk to relay what he knows. So Lugosi decides to tra- transplant part of a modern brain into his head. Carradine refuses to participate. I won't do that. His ethics. It will be murder. Lugosi tricks him with an electric floor plate that paralyzes him, yet somehow allows him to talk. I will put a human brain in his body. <laughs> no, that's insanity, sir. It's barbaric. Thank you to Trav SD. Uh, for com- for uh, for all of that uh, wonderful information, you know way too much about Return of the Ape Man. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one starring your boy, Lon Chaney Jr. Do, oh, do you know what I'm wait, holding in my hand? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, well, it can't be the It's Gator from people. 1951. We've jumped from 32. 32- oh, wait! I know it! Yes. I know it! <laughs> he co-starred with Raymond Burr. You got it! And... And it was di- and it was written by Kurt Siadamak. Directed by him, even. Yeah. And it's it's basically like the Wolfman story. Well, 
It was, uh, yes, it's the one, it's Bride of the Gorilla. Yeah. Is what you're thinking of. Yes. And by the way, Kurt Siodmak wrote House of Frankenstein, The Wolfman, Son of Dracula, and Frankenstein Meets the, meets the Wolfman. Yes. Man. So he had some some credibility. And Yeah, and and in and, and Bride of the, oh, it's, I think it's Beverly Garland. It's it's Barbara Payton. Barbara Payton, she Good. died a horrible death. You she, referenced she, her on yeah, a previous she, episode. Ba- Barbara Payton, I think, like wound up being a hooker. Wow! In the last year, well, of I have her some, life. I have some gossip here. But what do you have on uh, Ted Healy and the and, and apes? Not much. It's, he, I don't, I can't find anything on apes. He, he played he like a wisecracking reporter. Well, it says he uh, influenced several comedy stars. Marsha Healy, his sister, was with the Three Stooges in the Sitter Downers. Does that ring a bell at all? No. Yeah. No. But Gil- I don't. I can't Gilbert's find looking. With Gilbert's ape. looking for an ape connection. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 well, I, I'm they will it. find it. The ape connection. <laughs> Are the you sure it was an ape movie? The dream motion me. I found an ape connection, but I swiped right. Uh-huh. Nice I, I got a little bit on Barbara Payton. Who it I was, was definitely a low-budget horror shit film. I'm looking at all of the... Uh, I'm looking. I'm on a, the IMDb page for uh, Ted Healy. Ted Healy been, playing a wise-cracking reporter. I don't see reporter. anything. Meet the Baron, uh, Fugitive Lovers, Lazy River, Paris Interlude... Uh, I don't see any horror films here. Casino Murder Case, mm, Mad Love, thirty five. Oh, maybe that that's the, you with Peter Lorre. Is that the one? Peter Lorre. He's and in that. Colin Clyde. An insane surgeon's obsession with an yes. actress leads her to replace the penis husband's hands. I know that the one. The penis husband. Yeah. The, and <laughs> and yeah. And now could in, that be it? Yes. And in Bride of the Gorilla, uh. It's it's uh, Raymond Burr who has the Wolfman part, except that he turns into a gorilla Correct. instead of a wolf. Correct. They've got a gypsy woman in it. Yep. But Lon Chaney <laughs> Jr. is the sheriff. He's, he's police commissioner Taro. Yes. Yes. Now. And apparently Ch- uh, Raymond Burr took an immediately dislike, an they, immediate dislike to Chaney. The two of them hated each other. Yeah, that's interesting. And they were both alcoholics. <laughs> right, but, right. But- uh, what's interesting, when Curtsy Automac was uh-huh. writing The Wolfman, he orig- his original idea was it that you weren't sure if he actually does turn into a wolf or if it's something that he's imagining. That's interesting. Oh, that's- and and, and uh, so Universal said, no, we want a monster. Yeah. And in this movie... You're not sure if Raymond Burr is actually turning into a gorilla or if he just goes crazy from what the gypsy woman It told seems him. very confusing. Yeah. Uh, it was shot in 10 days by Mr. Siad Mack. I don't think yes. they took a lot of time. No. Although ten, <laughs> for William Bodine, 10 days was like a David Lean shoot. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, uh, it was referenced in a MASH episode. Bride of the Gorilla. Oh, the wow. first season of Mash. It was spoofed on MST three thousand. Uh, but you'll really, you will particularly spark to this. And I think you said this or referenced yeah. this on a previous episode. Barbara Payton's husband was Franchot Tone. Yes, 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 yes. You know where I'm going and, with this? Okay, he got beaten up <laughs> by I think it was the actor from Detour. Well, that's not what I'm referring to here. According to this, he suspected that she was cheating on him, so he paid a private eye to spy on her, and the private eye found her in bed with Woody Strode. 
Oh, and I got oh a, my God! I got another one that might be where oh Gilbert was going. Oh my God! It's right here. At, at one point, she had two boyfriends at the same yes, time. Yes, yes. French Tone. Tone. And, and, and the guy Tom from Neal. Yeah, Tom he Neal. was the star and of Detour. They fought right. almost to the death for Barbara's affections. And and I I heard what happened was Tom Neal, who looked like he was on his way to some kind of you know successful acting career, he beat up. Uh, Franchitone, and it turned the the whole country against him. That's and the studio. So so she she married Tone after this almost con- fight to the death. Barbara Payton and stayed with him for seven weeks, and then went back to Neil. Yes. So she was a little uh, loopy to say. Gilbert, you know your Hollywood gossip. Yes, yeah. and I heard From she the 30s, then was 50s. like. People were paying her to have sex with her. So sure. she had she had came to a bad end. Yeah, bad one end. one director or producer slept with her, and he gave her less than he usually paid her. And he said, "Well, you're not worth as much as you oh used to be." Oh my God! I heard she slept with William One Shot Bodine, and it only took him eleven seconds yeah. <laughs> to reach climax. Are you are you proud of what you know about Barbara Payton? And how- oh, yes. <laughs> yes. By the way, your your favorite Edward G. Robinson was uh-huh. originally cast in the Burr part as Barney Chavez. Oh my God! <laughs> I love Raymond Burr playing a Latino. Yeah. It's as ri- ridiculous as Charlton Heston playing yeah. a Mexican in Touch yeah. of yeah. Evil. Yeah, but instead of seeing he. He went, say, say. <laughs> Robinson was fired after an arrest for writing a bad check. Oh, my God. How about that? Wow. Isn't this good trivia? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I say it every week. Do yes. not call this, say this show is not educational. <laughs> that leads us to my last yes. ape-related Uh-oh. picture. Okay. And this one I have seen. Yes. Thanks to Drew Friedman. Yes. <laughs> and it's time, oh, wait, time I in know my it. life I'll never I get back. I know it. Yeah. I know it. I know it. Uh, this is by the the classic comedy team of Mitchell and Petrillo. Uh, there's no stumping you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and it was... Uh, Gilbert, the mic goes in front of your Lugosi mouth. Bela meets a Brooklyn gorilla. <laughs> and, uh, He's wandering off mic again. Yeah, yeah. Bela Gosi yeah. <laughs> meets a Brooklyn gorilla, Sammy Petrillo and Duke Mitchell. Right you are, Simeon Breath. And, and Sammy Petrillo, he was a Jerry Lewis clone. <laughs> yes, indeed and, he and, was. Drew Friedman turned me on to this movie many, many oh, years ago. It's scary he's obsessed, to watch. He's obsessed with it. It's, he's also obsessed with Sammy Petrillo. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a scary <laughs> film to watch very show. for the wrong reasons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, apparently, shot in nine days, uh, it is the only existing film record of Duke and Sammy's act. Oh. Such as it was. Yes. Uh, if, in fact, they had an act. Um, and this may be bullshit, but producer Jack Broder put Bela in the picture because Bela told him he wanted to do more comedy. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> he, he should have kept looking. Yeah. <laughs> so, 1952. Here's one for Gilbert. Ramona the Chimp in this movie was played by who? Ramona the oh. Chimp? Gilbert, didn't you I, didn't you go out with Ramona <laughs> yes, the Chimp? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ramona the Chimp was played by Cheetah from the Tarzan movies. Correct. Oh, my goodness. Ramona the Chimp opened for Gilbert at the comic yes. show. <laughs> In the er- early 80s. She got top billing. Yep. Mickey Simpson was Chula, the man service, and Milton Newberger was Bongo the witch doctor. Yeah, this is a low point for... You'd think this is Lugosi's 
uh, lowest point? Uh, it's pretty low. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lower than Ed Wood. He also worked with the Bowery Boys. Yes. Yes. Uh, the original title of this was White Women of the Lost Jungle. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Somebody, and, Somebody and, decided to capitalize on Bela's good name. And and uh, <laughs> under that title, uh, David Niven wanted to do it. According to producer Herman Cohen, Jerry Lewis was furious when he heard that Sammy and Duke Mitchell had formed a team that was imitative, Im- imitative of his act uh, with Dean Martin and that they were to appear in a film together. So Gary Lewis... Jerry's eldest son was quoted as saying, when Sammy and the other guy played in that gorilla movie, my dad and Dean said, we got to sue these guys. This is no good. Lewis knew Jack Broder through the Friars Club of Beverly Hills, showed up in his office. The two got into a screaming match over the film, and Lewis, Lewis stormed out yelling obscenities. There you go. I remember the name of the law firm. Yeah. It was Floyvin and Floyvin. Floyvin and Floyvin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Is this, is this ever depressing? Uh, this is fun, too. Decades later, Martin Landau watched it three times in preparation for his low his, oh. his role as Lugosi in Scott and Larry's wonderful Ed Wood, saying it was so bad it made Ed Wood's films look like Gone with the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. We want to thank Ned Hastings, who is our fan that came up with uh, this gift for Gilbert. This is a oh! DVD collection called Sons of Kong, <laughs> and on here are 10 cinema classics, including The Ape. Yes. Bela Lugosi meets a... Bela, excuse me, Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla. The gorilla. Yeah. The Ape Man and Bride of the Gorilla. This is this is our show right here. Yes, and, he, and, he, and it throws in for good measure the Savage Girl, White Gorilla, Law of the Jungle with Manton Moreland. Ah. <laughs> Nabonga with Buster Crab. <laughs> And White Pongo. So enjoy that. Wow. So, so I, when I knew I was going to give that to you, I said, there's a mini episode idea. Not, not, a, st- not a stinker among them. <laughs> all, all gems. Yes. <laughs> well, I, Gilbert once again has astounded us, I think it's fair to not say. Not a cough and a carload. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now see if our listeners can identify that one. Yeah. Gilly, what do you think? Uh, okay. You've outdone yourself. Yes. Once again. <laughs> I thought I thought I was proud of myself with the f- bad Frankenstein's. Yeah, but yeah, so we hope that that John Fodiatis and uh, and Eric uh, Ryan, our our super fans, dine out on ape movies <laughs> and gorilla movies. I did. I I'm I'm surprised how much I know about bad ape movies. <laughs> Tell the truth. You can't wait to get the shrink wrap off that. You, oh yes. You throw it in, the, in the DVR. He also sent you Zero Hour. Which is the movie that Airplane yes. was sending up uh, with Dana Andrews and Sterling Hayden? Worth watching. Uh, it's abs- utterly ridiculous, but it's worth watching to see that they were actually almost shot by it's shot, like, right? Spoofing Zucker and, and Zucker right. and Abrams. Yeah, and they they've got all the lines in it yeah. from uh, yeah. Airplane. So thank you, Ned Hastings, for the gifts and the inspiration yes. for. Gilbert's new favorite episode. Yes. <laughs> ape movies. Bad <laughs> ape movies. Thank you, Paul, for your research. Sure. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. And we left out any of the Three Stooges movies with apes in them. There's always another week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of Three Stooges, one of our last, what episode was it? One of our last minis, Gilbert and I were talking about this. What's the connection between Mo? Robin Williams, Mickey Mouse, 
and Silicon Valley. Good Lord. Oh. You better tell them because we're at the we're at the thirty five minute mark. Same actor played all of them. Oh yeah, it's uh, the oh, guy that's from right. the guy from uh, Diamantopoulos. Di- Chris Diamantopoulos. Yeah. yeah, it was weird because Gilbert mentioned the Mo movie, the the Three Stooges remake. Very good. Uh, and then later on in the same episode, I, I, mentioned- I think we should explain what we mean by a Mo movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, he played Mo. Voice in, in the band. He played Mo, the Mo in movie. the in the Farrelly Brothers Three <laughs> yes. Stooges picture. Yeah. And then he played Robin Williams. That's in good a Robin trivia, yeah, right? And he's the voice of Mickey Mouse. Very what a weird. Good. All right. As long as you're doing movie trivia, I'm going to sign off with this one and throw this out to our listeners. Okay, Dustin Hoffman and Jack Nicholson played essentially the same person. One actor played him by his name. One actor played a character based on him. And I'll throw this out to our listeners. I need the two movies and the two and the two characters That's who are basically one. the same. Basically, are the same person. It, it's. Don't guess, because no, we're throwing okay. it out there. Okay. okay. <laughs> was there a gorilla? There was no gorilla. <laughs> yeah. No gorilla. There's no gorilla. <laughs> Ray Corrigan shows up yeah. as a gibbon. <laughs> and we'll see Eddie you next Parker. We'll see you next week. Colossal Obsessions. <laughs>